Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the final inspection on 105.7 FM. The fan, this is Dennis Michelson from Racetalkradio.com. Joining me as she does each and every Saturday afternoon, it's Lori Monroe, and it is time to talk NASCAR. Lori, um, our compatriots at Racetalk Radio had an absolutely fantastic article this week where he was asking, who do you trust in the NASCAR media? And that really got me thinking. What did it make you think? It made me think that there isn't anybody right now that I trust in the NASCAR media. For many years, after a race, I would look forward to hearing a David Poole on a Monday morning talk about NASCAR. I'd look forward to hearing during the race what a Daryl Waltrip thought uh, or a Buddy Baker even going way back when or a Benny Parsons, what they thought about what they just saw or the writers that were so great like Steve Wade and Monty Dutton. There were so many interesting voices that I was looking forward to seeing and hearing what they had to say. And now in today's NASCAR, I'm not sure I believe anybody. Well, who's left? Who's left of that group? Nobody. They're all yeah, gone. Yeah, on one hand. You'd have to be an amputee. They're but, all gone. All of those the, voices are gone. And it's but, a sad thing. But over the years, when a, you know, when a Tom Higgins would retire, mm-hmm. a new voice would come in. A new you know, guy you trusted would come in. Now, with all of the newer people reporting on the sport, I don't even need to look at the names because it's almost the same stuff coming out of everybody. It, it is just the weirdest thing that we've seen happen in the NASCAR media. Yeah, and that's the evolution of it, sadly. And uh, I guess you can, thank, uh, you can thank headquarters for that. So is that why when Dale Jarrett sounded off so, so unequivocally this is a bad idea, he said, when they talked about restrictor plates at Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Xfinity mm-hmm. Series. And he was so over the top that this was a horrible idea. Was it the fact that we never hear negative about NASCAR nowadays that really got me to perk up and pay attention to DJ? Well, what got me to pay attention to Dale Jarrett was the fact he refused to then drink out of a cup given by NASCAR or have a piece of the pie (laughs) that was being served later that day. And have you seen Dale Jarrett since? No. No, and that's the thing. No, Are we going to see him disappear and never be seen again? We've seen him already start to morph. He's starting to change his identity. He's got this scruffy face. He's starting (laughs) to look like a hobo. So I think he's going to go underground very soon because to be that vocal – and to basically say what all of us fans say, like you're nuts to be putting plates on those cars at uh, Indianapolis. The guy's got to go into hiding. It was a, a shock to me 
that anybody would be that outspoken. And then when it was refreshing, it was a refreshing shock. Refreshing is the perfect word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I once again had faith that my ears actually were not lying to me what they heard. Mm -hmm. How surprised were you that NASCAR would make this announcement that they were going to put restrictor plates on without having done sort of a trial balloon like they do with everything else? Well, if you have a look at your calendar right now, it's a very, very special day. April Fool's Day. And that's exactly, (laughs) it's like it was an April Fool's joke. I, honest to God, thought this has got to be a joke because that would be the last place on earth you would think they'd be doing anything like this. I just shook my head. And I was glad to hear some of the other media people be very, you know, they raised an eyebrow at this as well. So it's not just us. It's not just us fans. There's a lot of people out there not really happy with the the prospect of having plates at that track. Will this give other media people the courage to actually nah. speak up? No, I, I don't think so. I think I think the media really just sort of walks the line. They watch what they say. You know, we don't need any more missing people out there. So <laughs> I just, I really think that they are given, you know, they're given information from NASCAR and they just report that information. I don't think there's a lot of real good opinion slash commentary left out there. It's gone. Why? What is missing? Are these just people that are reporting on the sport? Missing? I just said the, the people are missing. There's bodies everywhere. Nobody knows where they are. So what that might not sa- even be Dale Jarrett out there disguised as Dale Jarrett saying <laughs> this. I, it worries me, Michaelson. You could be next. So you're saying that I'm going to wake up some morning. No, you and- won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just, even worse. Don't, don't drink that special elixir they send. I was thinking that someday, oh, you mean that case of Monster Energy drink that came last Don't week? Touch it. Okay, Don't touch I was, it. I was worried about the blood clots, but you're telling me I should worry <laughs> that it's been tainted as well. Oh, yeah. It, I think there's a special case for people like you. Okay, because I was thinking that I would wake up some morning, and instead of being no. in my, my nice warm home, I'd be on a deserted island with Dale Jarrett and Mike Harper. That'd be about you know it. What? Would, would that be so bad? No, it wouldn't. It that really wouldn't. wouldn't be that bad. No, it, unless it was one of these naked and afraid deals, like on TV. <laughs> oh, please, let's not go there. This is a family <laughs> show, Monroe. Jeez. So, does this actually make you trust oh. what you hear from Dale Jarrett when he says something nice about the oh, sport yeah. now? Well, you know, it has to, because you have to temper the the stuff that you assume that they're just going along with it. They want to, you know, they want to speak well of your sport. Anybody wants to speak well of the sport or the business or the company they, they work for. So you really got to have a little bit of both ways. You have to also, you have to be critical. You also have to be complimentary. And that's what makes for a person whose opinion you can trust. So if all you're given all the time by a person is, oh, everything is sunshine and lollipops, you're just not going to really believe them all the time. It's like the, the journalist who cried wolf. You got to have a little bit of both. So yeah, this, this went a long way uh, uh, for Dale Jarrett, as far as I'm concerned. 
very interesting to see, and it'll be very interesting to see just how much of a disaster the Xfinity Series race will be at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Oh, boy. The, the races have been bad, but you slap a retractor oh, plate on it. I can only crazy. see it getting worse. It's Look, it's bad enough they, they put a nail in IRP, ORP, LORI, whatever they want to call it this week. They drive a stake through its heart, and then they keep going. They keep pummeling the Xfinity Series till there really is going to be nothing left. So true indeed. Well, folks, it is time for us to step out and take a quick break. But more NASCAR talk coming up. You're listening to 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Lori and Dennis on a Saturday afternoon talking NASCAR. It just doesn't get any better than that. Or can it, folks? Because, Lori, you know what time it is. Oh, I hear it. Oh, yeah. It is time for some still blowing. Tell folks out there in the great state of Milwaukee and beyond on the Internet what a still blowing is all about. Uh, Still blowing. You got to go to people's backyards, just like your backyard, Dennis Michelson. You see a big old still there. Stuff bubbling out the top, little jar in the bottom. You're making some fancy drinks out there. So, yeah, a lot of people didn't like stills that go around blowing them up. And we like blowing up stills every week, too, of things that have got us upset in the world of NASCAR. If you have a still you want blown up, send an email to Dennis or I. Go to racetalkradio.com. You can find us there. Absolutely, folks. This is a uh, listener participation segment. If you would like. And uh, Lori Monroe, do you have a still that needs blowing this week? I do. And I am blowing up water. Water? Water. Water. Not just any water. I'm blowing up the water at Joe Gibbs Racing. Oh, my goodness. First, you've got Carl Edwards sauntering off. And now, all of a sudden, you've got Dave Rogers out as well. What is going on over at Joe Gibbs Racing with this 19 team? Is there something coming out of the tap there that's turning people off? I was oh. stunned to hear Dave Rogers is departing as well, indefinitely. Or is this such a shock to his system, crew chiefing for a guy that was a threat to win each and every week that he went to the track, and now he's stuck with a rookie who... I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't know. And, you know, we could sit here and make light of it and make fun of it, but I just hope to heck everything is okay with Dave Rogers nah, and his family so. and just everything like that. But it's just, it just sort of weird that you've got Edwards gone, Dave Rogers gone, Scott Graves is now the crew chief for Suarez. I just, uh, it's scary. So I wouldn't be drinking the water over at Joe Gibbs Racing. Anybody, don't drink the water. Bring your own pack something and scott graves already having to deal with trouble because of course mr suarez backing his car up into the wall at martinsville and forcing a backup car to be used this weekend so uh Mm -hmm. trouble over there at the 19 but i'm i'm with you Lori. i'm hoping it's not something either health or family related i hope it's i hope it's just a sign that Carl Edwards and Dave Roger will uh, end up reuniting over at Reunited Penske. Reunited and it feels so 
Goo. Or even yeah. better, starting up that new Dodge team. Well, next you year know, that's been rumored. It, it, it's all the talk, yeah. To death and everything else. Well, I have a still that needs blowing as well because I'm going to oh, blow okay. up the fans this week. The and fans. That I'm is Michelson. Blow up the fans, and specifically, wow. I'm blowing up the fans that just don't seem to understand how this NASCAR crew chief and thing works. Let me explain. Okay. All week long, we're hearing about the penalties from the week before to Keselowski and Harvick's teams. And again, these fans throw them out. They're cheaters. They're cheaters. Throw them out. They're cheaters. They're missing measurements by thousands of an inch. This compared to what we used to see back in the day with NASCAR, where it was a crew chief's God-given right to find out a way to make it necessary for NASCAR to have another rule the next week. Innovation is what made this sport great. Creative minds like Smokey Eunuch and Dale Inman, and I could go on and on. Those are the guys that made this sport fun to watch for me, almost as much as the drivers on the track, because they'd figure out ways around the NASCAR rulebook. And now, if somebody doesn't measure up by a thousandth of an inch, NASCAR fans want the guy lynched. When did we become so soft, Laurie Monroe? I know. That's awful. Oh, it's just terrible. So that is uh, two very good still blowings mm-hmm. this week. And I'm yeah. I'm going to leave it up to you because this is a tough, tough choice again. I know. Well, you, you mentioned those two magic words, so I think you win. Oh, those would be smoky and eunuch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, I guess you you did hear that they've named a character in the new Cars movie after him. I did not hear that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. It's, his name is Smokey. I want to watch that now. Oh, Wait. now it makes me want to watch it, too. So, anyway, let's blow it up. Let's blow up the fans. Blowing up the fans for being too sensitive nowadays. Yeah. Here we go. There's just yes. nothing like a good still blowing. Oh, yeah, we could do that all day long. It soothes the soul, Laurie Monroe. But I I agree with you. This was was tough this week because there is something going on at Joe Gibbs Racing. Oh, yeah. It's it's just too – is it too obvious or there's just too many weird things happening? I just don't know. It's odd. No, there's something weird going on over there, and I'm not sure what it is. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is a sign – that Carl Edwards was forced out and Dave Rogers is not happy about it. I don't or, know. We could sit here and banter forever about what the, what it could be. You know, we could also just take both of these men at their word and that could still be the case. You know, Carl Edwards out driving around in a field tilling corn or something. No, or showing up to coach Suarez on any. Oh, just don't weekend. remind us of that. Absolutely. Well, that we're supposed was... to forget that. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the big news stories of the week that Laurie covered so well. Another big news story. Did you hear Dale Jr. this week? He was talking Three. about how great he feels this yeah, season. And that's and, good. Yeah. So the concussion long, long ago now, it's in the distant yeah. memory. 
he even sounds better on interviews. He, yeah, he sounds better. He looks better. Because when you just think back over the last couple of years, even, sometimes he'd get, uh, he'd finish a race, get out of the car and just be like out of breath, just, just not, not right. And now he's looking everybody in the eye and he's talking away. You can't shut him up when he's up in the booth doing some commentary. He's fabulous. You know, good for him for looking after himself, getting, uh, getting the help that he needed, recognizing that he did need help. And from the sounds of it, his symptoms were, were completely disabling to him. So that would have been very, very scary. So really good to see him having, uh, having, a, having a better time for sure. Too often in NASCAR racing, you know, for years and years. Now, this is a guy who's got a guaranteed contract. He doesn't have to look over his yeah. shoulder worried about losing his ride. I mean, I, I still, but that's the mentality of a racer. I still remember an interview years ago with Dale Earnhardt where he's out fishing at the pond after a bad season. And this is a seven-time champion, and he was talking as if he was fearful of getting fired during the off season because somebody else will take my ride and I'll be out. I'll be out of this business. These guys do race hurt way too often. And I'm, I'm thinking that the best thing for him was to take a super long time off and come back because he, he really does look like he's having fun and he's racing great as well. Yeah, absolutely. I heard, uh, Daryl Waltrip speaking this week about, the changes in NASCAR and, and what what he might have enjoyed with uh, it, during his career with the changes that we have now. And the one thing that he said, or a couple things that he said, was the um, the traveling medical crew that they have now, but also the fact that now you can miss a couple of races and not jeopardize your championship. And he said he would have loved that that if if that would have been the case when he was racing as well. So these guys had to race hurt. There was no yeah. no two ways about it. They were racing with broken bones and everything because it was their their income. They had to race hurt. Yeah, it's it's just amazing how the, the sport has changed. But you kind of yeah. wonder how many of those guys racing hurt affected their later life. You know, like a, oh, a yeah. Fred Lorenzen and all these other guys yeah. who were having some issues later in life. So great to see Dale Jr. back at the track. I just enjoy hearing him talk about racing now he is so excited it's like we got it got the old junior back it's it's a lot of fun to see also in the news this week news that felix sabatis and his cigars will be returning to the track soon i uh i was shocked to learn that he was so sick i had no clue that this man was hospitalized for a long time he was in a coma and I even read where Chip Ganassi said he had to. He went and bought a suit because he thought he'd be going to to Felix's funeral. I had no clue. I did not know this. I'm glad to hear someone else say that because I had no clue either. So you know, it's... but the thing is, this is probably you know people's private lives are private, and we end up knowing so much about everybody. Everything's always thrown out there. It's it's almost nice that they kept this a personal quiet thing and you're just finding out afterwards and also speaking of mr chip ganassi he said in an interview this week that he is concerned when kyle larson goes out and races sprint cars and 
the way Kyle Larson is racing this year, I think his concern over those sprint cars has gone up. Yeah, I don't know. I I I understand it. I understand that you have a driver under contract and you don't want him to have any accidents, wrecks, issues, broken bones, have to sit out. I get that. But this is what these guys do. This is what they are born to do. You look at a guy like Kyle Busch, not racing only hurts these guys. You got to let them race whenever they can, whatever they want, you know, certainly within reason. You got to worry about Kyle Larson, of course, doing the sprint car deal. But, you know, what are you going to do? You can't stop these guys from living their lives. I, uh, Anything can happen to anybody going to buy milk in your family car. So, yeah, maybe your your chances of mishap a little bit better in a, in a race car, but you just can't stop these guys from doing what they love. Very good point, Laurie Monroe, and Martinsville Speedway, the little paper clip is on the schedule this week and it's going to be fantastic chamber of commerce weather for the race wow. on sunday Lori monroe who is your pick <sighs> would you believe i'm going with chase elliott very interesting choice how about that that is a very bold choice and i'm getting it off is. of the kevin harvick thing so put your money on kevin harvick i'm taking jiminy johnson this week really okay so we're both with a Hendrix motorsport of driver. Listen, yeah, Hendrix. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thanks oh, for boy. tuning in this afternoon to the NASCAR segment here on 105.7 FM. The Fan, more with Steve Zotke coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.